Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing to get that heart touched. This a must-see feeling. The news ain't good, then it must be villain. So I say it's bad grounded. I don't trust these feelings. Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air. Highest next on the cloud. Am I in the air? Sunday nights, round time. I flex my better Voltron. Transform to DX Don. Mega and unseen. You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device. And the smoke full of steam. On any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Yes, yes, you are on the air. Welcome, everybody, to the latest and greatest episode of Am I on the Air, your one-stop shop for all the latest and greatest in entertainment news. This is Am I on the Air. I'm your host, Don Mega, and I welcome you to the show, everybody. It is season 14, episode 17, and tonight's show is titled City of a Thousand Boars. Yes, City of a Thousand Boars. Because, um, you know what? We're going to be reviewing Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. And I think that show title will give you a little bit of a clue as to how I felt about that film. So that is just a tiny nugget of what we're going to be getting into here tonight on the show. Of course, over the past several days has been Comic-Con. The big San Diego convention that goes down every year in July. And we had some really cool stuff pop up over there. Like a brand new Justice League trailer, a brand new Thor trailer, um, some other stuff that was announced during the convention, and some other things that dropped. We're going to dive into all the big Comic-Con news, so don't you worry. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're looking for all those big trailers that dropped at the convention, look no further than amiontheair.com. Click on the trailer tab, and you'll see we loaded them all up there for you. So we got a one-stop shop for you guys to log on and go take a look at all the big trailers that just debuted over the past several days, including that Justice League Thor um we had Ready Player One, all kinds of cool stuff, so look for that on the website. And before we get started, I want to shout out one more time a brand new, really cool app that just launched. It's called Stardust, and Stardust is for movie fans like us, a place where you can go and you can get a quick review of a TV show or of a movie, literally like a 30-second review. And uh, I'm happy to announce, you know, I've been pimping this app here for the last couple weeks, and Stardust actually reached out to me, and they made me one of their superstars. And I really appreciate that, and I love working with those guys, and um, we're going to be doing a lot more with them. So as a 
Stardust Superstar. I've been loading the thing up with a bunch of mini-reviews. You can actually see my mini-reviews for all the trailers that dropped at Comic-Con. You can see my Stardust for the Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Um, I've also been checking out some new shows lately, so I have up a full review for the second season of Master of None, um, for Glow, all on Netflix, and a brand new Netflix show that just started called Ozark. I'm about halfway through the season right now, and I did a um, quick review uh, for the season premiere on that. And then last night was the season three premiere of Ballers, and I already got my Stardust video up for Ballers. So there's a lot of stuff going on over on the Stardust app, and uh, I would ask that you go ahead and download it and follow me. And very specifically, follow me first. It really actually helps out my profile a lot if you download the app and you go straight to my profile and follow me first before anybody else. Um, I'm on the app listed strictly as Don Mega, D-O-N-M-E-G-A. So go ahead and download that app and just follow me at Don Mega. And, um, you know, follow along with all my reviews that we got going on over there. Once again, Stardust. And you can follow Stardust on Twitter at Stardust underscore app. And uh, you can download it on Android and iOS, so don't worry about what platform you're on. You can easily get that app. And for all the people that have already followed me and uh, found my profile off of this podcast, I thank you for coming along for the ride as we check out that new journey there. You know, of course, you could always listen to reviews here on the show. I've been doing more reviews on the the, um, YouTube page. But what's really cool about the Stardust one is, like I said, it's 30 seconds. So it's just a very quick, should I go, should I not go, what was your rating? And Stardust allows me to get that out to you guys in a very quick manner. So definitely check that out if you haven't. Speaking of the YouTube page, I told you last week we've been doing more and more and more with that. And uh, that continues. Um, I just a couple days ago put up a spoiler review for War for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, We already had a non-spoiler review up for it, and now we have the spoiler one. So please go ahead and check out that video. If you haven't, subscribe to our YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash air. Check out all the great videos we have on there. We've been putting a lot of time and work into getting that YouTube page popping. So, with that all being said and out the way, let's jump right in with our movie review. Like I said, we're going to talk Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. This is the new sci-fi film from director Luc Besson, who a lot of people know from The Fifth Element. He did Lucy a couple years ago. Um, this guy's really hit and miss with me. Um, I'm actually one of the people that's not a fan of Fifth Element, and I loved the first hour or so of Lucy, and then it just went completely off the rails. So, um, you know, it's one of those things that I was like, you know, I don't know what he's going to get me, but let's see how it goes. And I thought that the visuals look cool enough. I'm down for a good sci-fi movie anytime. I'm one of the few that really dug Jupiter Ascending last year. So, you know, I was like, I'm I'm down for it, right? Let's check it out in 3D. If anything, it's going to be visually very beautiful. Well... The visually very beautiful part is true, and that's about the extent of where my positiveness will come out for this film. This film's pretty damn bad. Um, This is definitely the worst of the summer, um, of all the films we've seen this summer along. Dane DeHaan stars as Valerian, Cara Delevingne stars as Loreline, his partner. Um, First of all, let's talk about these two. They absolutely suck in this film. I could not stand Valerian, I could not stand Loreline, and that stemmed due to the acting of both of these people. Now, I have nothing against Dane DeHaan, I thought he was great in Chronicle, I thought he was pretty good with what he had to do in the uh, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Andrew Garfield, um, but 
In this movie, he acts like a 1980s Keanu Reeves. He's like, hey, yo, dude, what's up? I'm, I'm Valerian. I'm like the coolest space dude in the world. So, yeah, all the girls love me, and I'm the best pilot and the best shooter. I'm Valerian. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Rock on. Party on. Excellent. And I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? It was horrible. And then Cara Delevingne acts like she's like the best woman in the world about everything. She's super cocky. She seems like somebody you would hate to be around for more than 30 seconds. Um, Just a horrible mix. This film has some of the worst dialogue I have heard in any movie in a long, long time. Dialogue to where you're just laughing. You're laughing at things they do. You're laughing at the things they say. And it's just horrible. No one is good in this movie. Plain and simple. The best part about this movie is the first... Like, the opening credits is honestly the best part of this movie. And then it just (laughs) snowballs downhill after this. The movie does have some good ideas, but it never capitalizes on it. And it never does anything with it. And it ends up just becoming this long, boring mess. This thing clocks in at almost two hours and 20 minutes long. And it was way too long. It lost me at several moments at the end where I just wanted to close my eyes and go to sleep. Um, Because this thing was... I'm sorry, what was I talking about again? Oh yeah, Valerian, bro, that's what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, just just horrible. Um, like I said, the only positive thing I can say about it is it is visually beautiful. Um, this thing is really, really beautiful. It's got some great effects. Um, I love the ideas. I love some of the planets they go to. There's a scene where it's just this empty, sandy planet, and it's actually like, it's a swap meet, basically, but it's in another dimension, and you gotta put on these special glasses to see it, and if you don't have the glasses, you're just looking at basically like a desert. It's really, really cool, and like I said, there's some great ideas there, but they just never pan out, and unfortunately, that makes this movie never pan out, and makes me give a big thumbs down. So out of the five star Don Mega Scale, I, you know, being fair and being, um, I guess, generous, I gave this thing two out of five Don Megas. Um, two out of five stars. Honestly, this is a one star film. But because of how visually beautiful it was, and there was some really cool ideas, and there was a couple little cool action scenes in it, I gave it the benefit to round it up to a two. If I was one of those silly reviewers out there, and there's a lot of them right now on YouTube and on the internet that like to do a, I gave it a 1.76, that's probably what I would end up giving this film in general if I really broke things down to a decimal. I gave this one an 1.84, but I think that that shit's silly as fuck. You're either a one star or a two star, and um, like I said... One is really where this thing lands for the most part, but because of the visuals, because of the things it tried to do, and some of the things that did actually work, I'll go ahead and give it a two, but it's still by far the worst film of the summer. Um, I can't recommend this thing to any of you. So, <laughs> and if you want my, if you watch my Stardust video of this, I literally did it right out the movie, getting in my car, so you'll see the disappointment in my face when you <laughs> watch that review. But, um, yeah. So, with that being out the way, that's Valerian. It's two out of five. Let's jump on over to the news of the last week and get this baby rocking and rolling. Up first, from the trailer side, we have a brand new trailer for Blade Runner 2049. This thing's pretty damn incredible. I'm looking more and more forward to this film. The closer we get, and this new trailer just sealed the deal there. So, check out this new trailer if you haven't. Like I said, all the trailers you're looking for, amiontheair.com, click on the trailers tab and you can watch all of them together.
Okay, so Blade Runner 2049 is available, and it's awesome. Ron Howard has been getting, uh, you know, pretty bold there, and he's been sharing a lot of set photos from the um, upcoming Star Wars, the Han Solo movie that he took over, and uh, hopefully he doesn't get in trouble, but nothing really super crazy, but you can check it out and see some set photos if you're interested and get real geeky over there. We have your first look at HBO's new Joe Paterno film, and we have uh, a picture of Al Pacino as Joe Paterno, and it's actually really, really good. Um, Joe Russo, who's one of the um, Russo brothers, is directing the new Avengers Infinity War film, says that you can expect an Infinity War teaser very soon. Now, we talked about this on the last episode. They debuted that really cool trailer at D23, and then we were like, oh man, I bet you they're going to drop it at um, Comic-Con also. And they did, but then they never released it online, which was a really big bummer. So, um... Hopefully soon we'll get that official one. Uh, we have your first look at Ed Sheeran on The Simpsons. Yes, he's going to be doing an upcoming episode of The Simpsons. Uh, we have your first official Red Band trailer for Leatherface. Yes, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is back, and they're rebooting once again. So take a look at Leatherface. Deb Patel and Ben Stiller have signed on to join the cast of a new Chippendales crime thriller. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's a good cast. I guess we'll see what's up, right? FX Productions has signed Ex Machina director Alex Garland to develop a new series for them over on FX. We have an article up talking about, um, it's from IGN, and they're talking about the brand new Atari. It's called the Atari Box, and it's a new console that's coming out, and uh, we got your first images and information about it up on the Twitter page, so look for that if you are interested. It's uh, funny, I guess the guy who does the voice for Kermit the Frog, uh, <laughs> uh, Steve Whit- Whit- Whitmire, who's done the voice for Kermit for a long, long, long time, has been fired for unacceptable business conduct, and the voice will be taken over by Matt Vogel. Ah, Kermit. Kermit, like the boobies. We got a big article up with 20 must-see highlights from the Disney D23 Expo that was last week, so look for that if you're not caught up on all that news yet. Uh, IT director Andy Muschietti has been tapped to helm the Robotech movie, so he's going to be taking that one over. Uh, last we had heard, it was going to be um, James Wan, director of uh, Aquaman and the Conjuring movies. He was supposed to do Robotech, but it looks like he jumped off, and now Andy Muschietti is going to jump in. So that's cool. We'll take it, man. Hey, more robots. Let's do it, right? Tyga and C.J. Wallace have joined MTV's Scream Season 3, which looks to be pretty much a reboot there. Um, congratulations to Kate Mara and Jamie Bell, who got married in a surprise ceremony. Um, and it's funny because they were in the Fantastic Four together, and now they're married together. Congratulations, guys. We got your second official trailer for Wind River. This is the new Jeremy Renner, uh, Elizabeth Olsen action movie coming out. That looks, I think it looks pretty damn good. We have another trailer for Landline, starring Jenny Slate. It's a new comedy movie over there. Um, Game of Thrones Season 7 officially launched a couple weeks ago, and it smashed all of HBO's records. It's HBO's biggest opener ever, so congratulations there for Game of Thrones. That's awesome. Sylvester Stallone confirms that he's definitely not appearing in the Rambo remake that they're working on right now. We have your list of all TV titles, uh, movie and TV titles, coming to Amazon Prime and to Netflix in August. Alec Baldwin is set to headline NBC's live production of A Few Good Men. He can't handle the truth. He's going to be playing the character that Jack Nicholson played in the film.
Um, if you haven't checked it out yet, and I did a Stardust video for this one here, HBO has a mock documentary that The Lonely Island and Andy Samberg did together called Tour de Pharmacy. This thing is pretty damn hilarious, and um, you can check it now on demand on HBO. So look for that. It's pretty awesome uh, if you haven't seen it yet. if you, Especially if you're somebody who saw their same kind of mock documentary last year for Seven Days in Hell, the, the tennis one. Um, this is just like it, but it's with um, racing. It's with uh, bicycling, so it's pretty awesome. Check that one out if you haven't seen it yet. Um, Lynn manuel Miranda is working on some new Little Mermaid music, um, so they're getting ready to do that live-action version of Little Mermaid, and he's going to be working on some new tunes, which I think is pretty awesome. He, of course, did all the new tunes for Moana last year, and they were great, man. My daughter listened to that soundtrack every day, so thinking about him doing some Little Mermaid music sounds awesome. Two new mystery films have been slated from the DCEU. Yes, DC Comics Films have set a release in 2020 for two new films, uh, one in February and one in June. They're not saying what they're for. We thought they might have announced what they were going to be for at um, at Comic-Con, but they didn't. Um, so I guess we'll wait and see, but good to see two more movies dated there uh, for the DCEU. Director Ryan Johnson hopes that um, Princess Leia's Last Jedi story will offer an emotional satisfaction. So uh, hopefully we'll see what good comes out from that new movie in December. Now I'm going to butcher this name and I'm sorry, but Zulika Robinson has uh, joined the cast of The Exorcist for Season 2. Hopefully I got that right. Ryan Felipe breaks his leg in a freak accident, and it could impact shooting um, production on his new show, Shooter, which is on the USA Network. Um, He still has two episodes left to finish in the new season. Um, I'm sure they can work around this, right? They have to be. Mariah Carey's life is supposedly going to be turned into a new biopic series that will air on the Stars channel. So that will be very interesting to see. Uh, another new Netflix show I wanted to shout out. I talked to you earlier about Ozark. Ozark is a really great show uh, starring Jason Bateman that just launched this past Friday. And um, it's a drama. It's about money laundering. It's got a mob kind of thing going down. I really, really like it. We're about halfway through the season right now, and it's definitely worth checking out. Another new one that we already binged through last weekend was Friends from College. This is another new... It's a. It's a dramedy it's a comedy slash drama um with keegan michael key and colby smolders from how i met your mother lots of other people pop up in this thing it's a really great cast fred savage is in this um i loved it it's about friends reuniting like 20 years after college and there's some affairs going on there's all kinds of crazy shit going down and um it was a really really good series i think it was only about eight episodes and there were only 30 minutes apiece so definitely check that out if you haven't seen it yet check out friends from college and then i would also shout out uh, master of none uh, with aziz and zari if you didn't see that one yet definitely check that out season two just launched uh, about a month ago or so and i was a little late to the game on that one which i don't know why because i love the first season of master of none but um the second season was really good too it was just kind of all over the place it's almost like an anthology to where each episode didn't really matter with the 
next episode, it wasn't like one big overarching story. As a matter of fact, there's a couple episodes that kind of completely go off the path and do something different, but it was actually very creative, and overall, I thought it was a really good season for the show as well, so I love anything Aziz does, and I thought he killed it again with Master of None, so check out Master of None Season 2. If you haven't seen Season 1, check that out first, then watch Season 2. But uh, lots of great stuff going on with um, Netflix right now. They're just killing it. Like I said, you got Glow. Definitely check out Glow, check out Friends from College, check out Ozark, and check out Master of None Season 2. Great, great stuff all the way around on Netflix. And like I said, you can see my quick reviews for all of these shows on the Stardust app. Uh, from the Honest Trailer side, we have the Honest Trailer for Memento. We've got Everything Wrong with Ghostbusters, and this is the 2016 reboot. We have the official trailer for uh, Atypi- Ati- Atypical, which is a new movie coming out on Netflix. We have the new trailer for Alpha coming out starring Cody Smith-McPhee. We have the first trailer for The Disaster Artist, which has been getting lots of praise, man. Dave, uh, James Franco with Dave Franco and Seth Rogen, uh, based on the true story about the making of the worst movie ever called Room. Um, so, or The Room. Um, so, pretty crazy. Yeah, not the, um, <laughs> not the Allison Brie one, but, um, or Brie Larson one, sorry. But, um... This is a totally different movie, and um, it is literally called the worst movie ever made, and this is like a true-life documentary, well, not documentary, but mockumentary kind of movie based on how that all went down. So check out that trailer uh, if you haven't seen it yet. It's called The Disaster Artist. We also have a trailer for Professor M and the Wonder Woman. Uh, Check that out. Amazon has set up multiple Agatha Christie TV adaptations. So there's going to be a bunch of those coming out here soon. Um, Ordeal by Innocence will be the first one starring Bill Nye and Alice Eve. That'll be the first one dropping. Uh, James Gunn says that Guardians of the Galaxy will continue after Avengers 4. I know a lot of people have been worried about, you know, reboots and they're going to reset the whole universe after Avengers. Well, he says, don't worry, uh, Guardians will still be doing their thing. Uh, I love this news. Walton Goggins has been announced by Marvel Studios that he will be in Ant-Man and the Wasp. So that's awesome. The movie is going to debut next year on July 6th. And um, we don't know yet. Well, maybe we do. We'll find out when the Comic-Con news comes up. But uh, who he's going to be playing, we'll let you know that later. Uh, Netflix is doing it again as they just hired Carla Cugino to star in The Haunting of Hill House. They're going to be doing a series based on that, which is pretty awesome. Um, there's a Terminator 2 4K Blu-ray arriving um, on October 3rd, and it actually comes with an endo arm box set. This thing looks so incredible. I would love to have this on my shelf. It's literally Arnold's arm from Terminator 2. It is one of the coolest box sets I've ever seen in my life. So even though I don't have a 4K player yet, I might still buy this collector set just to have that arm, because that is pretty damn incredible. Um, the Young Sheldon show that's going to be coming out, which is a show spinoff from The Big Bang Theory with Sheldon as a kid, they have just signed, um, Annie Potts to play Mima. So if you watch Big Bang Theory, you know all about Mima, and Annie Potts will be playing the younger version of that. So supposedly Luke Besson says he's already hard at work working on writing two Valerian sequels. Well, Luke, I think you can stop that now. 
because that movie sucked, and you ain't gonna be making no sequels, buddy, based on how little money that first one made. Uh, Triple Frontier was a new film coming out on Netflix that we're getting ready to start doing, and Ben Affleck has dropped out. Uh, supposedly it's scheduling conflicts, but um, this thing's in turmoil, man. They lost Channing Tatum, they lost Tom Hardy, then they got Ben Affleck, and now he's dropped out, so obviously there's a lot of crazy shit going on with this film behind the scenes, but uh, Triple Frontier might as well just be cancelled at this point as far as I'm concerned. Juno Temple is joining Claire Foy in the next feature film from Steven Soderbergh. So that's cue there. We got no title yet. Um, Black Order explained. Yes, we announced from the D23 that Thanos will be bringing his Black Order uh, with him to fight the Avengers. And um, they're the new additions to Infinity War. Uh, For those of you who don't know anything about the Black Order, we got a nice article up on our Twitter and Facebook page telling you all about it. There's a new comedy called Big Bear that's starring Pablo Schreiber, and it's getting a September release date. Uh, Pablo was awesome in American Gods, so I look forward to seeing him do some other stuff here. Chris Hardwick's show Midnight has been canceled over on Comedy Central. We got a brand new trailer for The Snowman starring Michael Fassbender. It's a new thriller he's in. We also have a first trailer for Guillermo del Toro's new thriller movie The Shape of Water, which looks very, very interesting. Um... We have the first official logo teaser trailer for the Punisher. Um, I thought we were going to get a Punisher teaser trailer at Comic-Con, but they actually kind of skipped right over it. They showed footage to the crowd, and they talked about it, but they didn't debut anything, which was kind of weird. So I guess we'll have to wait and see on that one. Telltale Games has announced new seasons of Batman, The Wolf Among Us, and The Walking Dead, so they're going to be doing a lot more upcoming here soon. Um, we have the brand new Lega Ninjago movie, the official San Diego Comic-Con trailer, which looks pretty damn funny there. Um, supposedly a new slate of Harry Potter books are coming later this fall. John Watts, who directed Spider-Man Homecoming, is officially in negotiations with Sony and Marvel to direct the sequel. So that's great. I thought he did an amazing job. Spider-Man Homecoming is still one of my favorite movies of the summer. I would love to see him come back and do the sequel. Sandra Bullock is set to star in a post-apocalyptic thriller called Bird Box. Yeah, Bird Box. Catfish directors. um, Directing team of Henry Joost and Ariel Shulman are in talks to write and direct a Mega Man movie, bringing the fan-favorite character to the big screen. Now, no one has officially confirmed or denied yet if there's going to be live action or be animated, but either way, we have a Mega Man movie on its way. Hawaii Five-0 has promoted Ian Anthony Dale to a series regular, and they have also added Megan Rath and Beulah Cole to the team, um... I love this edition. Now, I'm sad still that we lost Daniel Day Kim and Grace Park, but I'll tell you, man, you know, especially Megan Rath. This chick is so gorgeous. Um, I really love her in everything I've seen her in, and I'm glad to see her get an opportunity here for Y50. I think it's a great addition to the cast. And uh, the other two guys are great as well, so it's good to see them promoting from within and adding some new, fresh blood to the team. We have your first look at Kylo Ren's new ship from Star Wars The Last Jedi. Dan Harmon is developing a new TV series based on Kurt Vonnegut's Sirens of Titan. 
Forrest Whitaker has just joined the upcoming Season 4 of Empire, so that's a big addition there for them. A new Invasion of the Body Snatchers remake has just hired the Conjuring writer to start penning that latest version, um, because we need another Invasion of the Body Snatchers again, but yeah. Game of Thrones creators are developing a con- are developing Confederate as their next HBO series. Lena Dunham is joining season seven of American Horror Story. We have your brand new trailer, and this is where we start to get into some of the Comic Con stuff. Your brand new trailer for Kingsman: The Golden Circle, and you can see the Green Band and the Red Band trailer, which basically are exactly the same, just like they did when they released the last trailer. It's literally off by an f bomb. That's it. Um, but this is a great trailer. It's way better than the first one, and I'm glad to see some new footage finally. Uh, we have everything wrong with Men in Black in 16 minutes or less. We have the brand new trailer for Jigsaw. Yes, Jigsaw is the new Saw movie. It's them coming back. It's the eighth film. It's the first one in years. And it looks like Tobin Bell is back to wreak havoc. You're like, what? But he's dead. I know. I can't explain it to you. But I'll tell you, this new Jigsaw trailer looked pretty badass. Um, I was a hit and miss fan of the Saw franchise. I didn't like the first one. I loved the second one. The other ones were okay. Just kind of, you know, it's a love-hate relationship. But this new trailer for Jigsaw looks really good so I can't wait for that in October we also have the brand new trailer for Taraji P. Henson's new action movie Proud Mary check out that one too Um, we have the Pacific Rim Uprising teaser join the Jigger Revolution Um, this is basically one of those teaser trailers um, that came out at Comic Con for Pacific Rim Uprising which is the sequel um, but basically, they don't really show any footage from the film. They play it up as like a recruitment video to become a pilot for the Jaegers in the war, basically against the monsters. So, uh, pretty interesting there. And uh, but it was it was cool, even though it wasn't a full real trailer for the movie. Um, I like the uniqueness of it being a commercial like that. So check out the Pacific Rim one there. Uh, we got a really cool Stan Lee. The Man, the Myth, the Marvel Hero, Netflix featurette, which basically has him riding in a cab, going down New York, looking out the window. He's, he's you know, reminiscing about Daredevil and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and Iron Fist, and then thinking about them coming together to form the Defenders. And it, it's a pretty cool little thing. You don't see anything really new with it, other than Stan Lee riding in a cab through New York. Um, but, it, but it's a cool thing, because it's Stan Lee, man. It's pretty tight. Congratulations to Ryan Seacrest, who officially is returning to This is American Idol. Yes, American Idol is getting that ABC reboot, and there's been a lot of rumors that he was going to come back. Now it's official, Ryan Seacrest returning to host American Idol. We have your full fall Hulu programming slate, so you can see when all the new shows are coming out, like the Mindy Project Season 6, um, Chance Season 2, um, Marvel's Runaways Season 1, East Lost High Finale Event, Shut Eye Season 2, and some new shows. Uh, we also have Freakish Season 2, but some new shows like Future Man, um, like I Love You America, uh, and like I said, Marvel's The Runaways, which I know a lot of people are looking forward to that. So take a look there and see when all your favorite stuff is coming out. So... We were wondering, man, we've been wondering, what's going to be next for the DC, right? All we know right now is the only film in development for the DCEU is Aquaman. They're currently filming that one now. 
Um, but we finally got word at Comic-Con over the past couple days. It is official now that the next film to go in production for the DCU is actually going to be Shazam. So they're moving forward with Shazam, which is awesome. Director David F. Sandberg is going to be directing. He did Lights Out. He also directed the new um, Annabelle movie that comes out in a couple weeks. Um, he's super excited about it. We're, we got to get casting news on this thing pretty soon. Um, I thought, once again, we were going to get news on who was cast as Billy Batson, a.k.a. Shazam, here um, at Comic-Con, but we didn't get it. And we don't know yet, but all signs are pointing to that The Rock is not going to be in this one as Black Adam. Now, we all know that that was the original plan, but then a couple months ago we reported that they were going to be doing a spinoff for Black Adam, that he was going to do his own thing, and then maybe join up with them later. Um, so right now, some of, the, some of the reports say he is involved, some of the reports say he's not likely to be involved. I'm kind of guessing that he's not, if they're still thinking of splitting this thing off, but... Um, that just makes it weird, man. I've been waiting, waiting, waiting to see Black Adam go against Shazam, and now they're finally making the Shazam movie, and now Black Adam's not involved. So, I don't know, but we'll keep you posted, of course, uh, as this develops, but at least knowing that Shazam's the next movie to go behind the camera for DC, and it'll probably get released in early 2019. Rod Lurie is set to direct Jake Tapper's Afghan war story called The Outpost. The TV show The Originals will be ending after five seasons. Um, it will conclude with its fifth season. Remember, this started off as a spinoff for The Vampire Diaries and went on for a long time. But, hey, five seasons is very, very good. Um, in some really, really sad news... Linkin Park singer Chester Bennington has passed away at the age of 41 in, an, in a, a suicide. I'm just going to come out and say it. I mean, there was a lot of people saying it was speculative that, that you know, he committed suicide. But, you know, coroner's reports have already come out. He did die from hanging. And um, it's, it's sad, man. 41 years old. This dude was at the top of his game. Linkin Park just released a new album. <sighs> an amazing vocalist. I've been a fan of Linkin Park literally since day one when we had one step closer to the edge and I'm about to break. I mean, that was what, 2000 maybe when that song came out? So for 17 years, I've been through it, man, with Linkin Park. (laughs) And uh, just an incredible band. But, you know, the more you read into Chester's story, this dude suffered from mad depression. I watched a, a radio interview with him a couple days ago where he's literally telling the host about, you know, like, man, you don't, I don't want to be alone with myself sometimes because there's a voice in my head and he's bad, man. He's always telling me to do bad things and I don't want to, you know, do those bad things. It's scary to leave me alone with the voices in my head, you know, and, and just when you listen to him talk, you're like, oh my God, like this dude really is suffering from some stuff. And I mean, it's always sad when you hear it's suicide. I mean, we just talked about this, not even a couple months ago. Um, with Chris Cornell from Soundgarden, and, you know, same thing, man, committed suicide, hung himself. These guys had a wife, they had they had kids. Chester had five kids, I read, you know, 41 years old, he was young, at the top of his game. Millions of fans, and he was depressed enough to end his own life. It's scary, man. It's really, really scary when it comes down to it. Please, if any of you listen to this show and you suffer with depression, talk to somebody. You're not alone. There's a lot of people out there 
that are there for you. Whether you think about it or not, we're all here for you, you know. I'm always an open book, man. Even if if I never talk to you in person and you want to talk, you can find a way to hit me up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, whatever the case may be. Send me a message. I'll hit you back. You know, um, you're not alone. And I don't want any of you to ever feel alone, man. Depression is a scary thing. And um, it's just, it's never, there's never a good reason to end your own life. You're meant to be on this earth. Please don't take it away. Um, just very, very sad here, man. Lincoln Park. Wow. I never thought that this would happen. So our thoughts and prayers, condolences, go to the Bennington family, go to Lincoln Park, all the bandmates, everybody, the fans, the people that struggle and feel what this guy has gone through. Our our thoughts and prayers are with you, buddy. Now, there's no real good way to transition from a death back to news, especially entertainment news, so I'm going to do my best to just kind of move along with the show, and it's, you know, it always seems silly to go from something like that straight into, you know, and now we got this piece of entertainment news that's really irrelevant in the big scale of life, Um, but we got to move on, and and one of the big things that was revealed at San Diego Comic-Con was that the the upcoming Call of Duty World War II game that's coming out will officially have a World War II Nazi Zombies mode. Yes, the Nazi Zombies mode has been released. You can even watch a trailer for it, and it looks pretty damn awesome, so keep your eyes out for that. Um, I'm excited for that. It's going to be a great game. Uh, O.J. Simpson has been granted parole from prison after nearly nine years after his conviction. So, pretty crazy, man. I was watching some of this on TV last week, and it was just going and going and going. For hours before they finally granted this dude his parole. So, we'll see. We'll see if he can stay out of jail, right? Uh, we have a, a hilarious throwback Guardians 2 promo video that you can check out. Uh, this was released at Comic-Con. It's hilarious. It's like literally an old-school 80s infomercial. Um, it's You have to see it to believe it, so check it out. Um, we have it posted up on our Twitter page. Um, it, it's great. Uh, like I said, we do have that reveal trailer for Call of Duty Nazi Zombies, so watch that if you're interested. Um, we have a really cool Kingsman the Golden Circle meets Archer video that we posted up on the Twitter page, so look for that. How to Get Away with Murder has added Jimmy Smits for Season 4. He's always a great addition to anything. Um, Over on the Freeform Network, they announced that Sarah Hyland, of course, from uh, Modern Family, she will be guest starring on Shadowhunters, and she's going to be playing Seely Queen. Um, so now you know, um, I guess a new form of Seely Queen in a, in her guest starring role, but now you have an idea of who she's going to be in this upcoming season. Mads Mikkelsen is in talks for a villain role in Doug Lyman's upcoming film Chaos Walking, and he's always great for that. Burning Sands director Jared McCurry has been hired to helm the next Purge movie. Purge 4 has officially been titled The Purge, The Island. Yes, The Island. Um, so cool. I'm glad the purge is going to continue along. I love these movies and let's see what they do on an Island. Jason Bateman has teased a murder mystery for Arrested Development's fifth season. 
So that'll be interesting. Over at um, Comic-Con, they released a brand new official trailer for Bright, which is the new movie starring Will Smith and Joel Egerton, directed by um, David Ayer, who did Suicide Squad. Um, this looks awesome. It looks crazy, though. Humans, orcs, elves, um, magic wands, all kinds of shit, but kind of taking place in a real-world environment. This movie looks insane. It comes out in December. Check out that trailer. We also have the official San Diego Comic-Con trailer for Marvel's Inhumans. (sighs) I still don't know how I feel about this thing, man. These trailers are not doing it for me, but the first two episodes will debut in IMAX on September 1st, and then officially debut on TV on ABC starting on September 29th. Um... We'll see. I plan to check the the first two out in the theater, and we'll kind of go from there. But these trailers have been kind of whack, just to be honest. Just being honest. Kind of whack. So I'm probably going to mess up this name pretty bad, but I'm going to try. His name is Said Takamawi. Um, you know him as he, we just saw him in Wonder Woman. Um, he was one of uh, Steve Trevor's uh, Chris Pine's buddies that helped them in the war. Uh, he was awesome in Wonder Woman, by the way. But he's just been added to Legion Season 2, and he's going to be playing the Shadow King. So that's very, very interesting right there. I love the idea of that. So there you go. Your new Shadow King for Legion Season 2 is Said Tagamawi. Um, this this was a piece of interesting news coming out of Comic-Con also. Noah Hawley, who uh, does Fargo and he does Legion, um, they were wrapping up their panel for Legion. And he said, oh, I got one more thing for you guys. I got two words. This is my next project. Doctor Doom. And everybody went nuts. And then there's been all these, oh, Doctor Doom movie is in development. <sighs> I don't know 100% if that's really the case, though. Because... Would they really just do a Doctor Doom movie? I I feel like that's probably not what they're doing. Uh, Maybe he's developing the new Fantastic Four movie, and instead of coming out and just saying Fantastic Four, he's a Doctor Doom. Um, But, you know, we're definitely looking for some clarification here, because I'd say 90% of the news articles out there are saying, oh, a Doctor Doom movie is coming, and I just don't know if that's really the case. Because it seems very weird to do a villain-centric movie based on a Fantastic Four villain when you have no Fantastic Four. Uh, I know a lot of people are also sad just because we were hoping that the rights were going to go back to Marvel. Um, and maybe they did, and we just don't know about it yet. Um, there's something interesting coming up in another article we'll talk about here soon. Um, but Doctor Doom just seems very weird. Um, but maybe it's one of those things like Marvel and Fox worked it out to get the Fantastic Four, but they said, leave us Doctor Doom, kind of like how Spider-Man's in the MCU, but they're going to do Venom over at Sony, and kind of keep them different. Maybe they're doing that here, and we just don't even know it yet. So, it'll be interesting to see, but the idea right now, I guess at this point, is that Noah Hawley is developing a Doctor Doom movie with 20th Century Fox, and he might even direct the thing, so we will see. We got the official title for the next upcoming season for American Horror Story. The seventh season is officially called Colt. Uh, 
Michael Shannon signs up for David O. Russell's new drama series that he'll be doing over on Amazon. Season 2 of Legion will have 10 episodes this time, which is pretty awesome. Um, Stargate Origins is a new series that's going to launch on a brand new digital platform, so we'll wait to get some more information on that. We have the brand new Comic-Con trailer for The Gifted, which is the X-Men TV series coming out on Fox. We have, and I love this, this was the brand new second trailer for Marvel's The Defenders. Yes, remember The Defenders is basically the Netflix version of The Avengers. Uh, It is going to team up Daredevil with um, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and Iron Fist as they continue to battle the hand, and Electra's back, and Sigourney Weaver's in here being the puppet master, this new trailer was incredible. I cannot wait. I believe it comes out August 18th on Netflix. I cannot wait for The Defenders. This show is going to be something pretty damn special. So check out that trailer if you haven't seen it. Uh, At Comic-Con, of course, Channing Tatum was there talking about... um, Talking about the Golden Circle there, the new Kingsman movie. And, of course, somebody had to say, hey, man, what's up with Gambit? And, of course, he gave the, well, you know, we're still working on it. We're trying out some new things, and uh, we're just taking it one day at a time. Uh, basically, basically telling us, um, well, we don't know, and uh, I have no new information for you. Because uh, this movie's in development hell, man. This dude was at Comic-Con two years ago announcing this Gambit movie, and now we're no step closer to it two years later, so... We're giving it a rethink, he officially said. So um, he says they're trying out some new things. He said, you know, with with the success of Deadpool and and Logan, uh, we can do some new things now. And uh, so so we're trying out some new things, and we're going to see where it goes. He has no fucking idea what's going to happen in the Gambit movie, so we will see. Um... The Dark Tower director defends the movie's short runtime. Supposedly, this movie's only 90 minutes long, which is a brief hour and a half. Um, some people are freaking out about it. They're saying, How the hell could he adapt a Stephen King book and have it only be an hour and a half? There's so much source material. Um, but the director says, Hey, man, don't panic. He said, We had a really tight script. We knew exactly the story we wanted to tell, and we told it in that 90 minutes. And we left it open for sequels, which will help us elaborate our story down the road. So he says, don't worry, I'm still going to err a little bit on the worried side, because an hour and a half seems pretty damn short, like they had to cut a ton of stuff out to make this movie work, and um, I don't know, man, starting to worry me a little bit, but hey, he, he says, don't worry, so I guess we'll try to hold judgment until August 4th, when we see The Dark Tower. Uh, let's see. Channing Tatum, speaking of Channing Tatum, is reportedly being sought after from the Dark Universe to be Van Helsing. So, uh, yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see if he ends up taking on the hat for Van Helsing. We have your first look at Young Justice. You can take a look at all those characters there. Um... We have the brand new Season 3 trailer for Fear the Walking Dead. So look for that. And of course, one of the biggest stories coming out of Comic-Con is all about Ben Affleck and the DCEU. So all this controversy started at Comic-Con on uh, Friday. 
Now, DC was scheduled for their panel on Saturday. So Friday, all these articles start coming out saying Ben Affleck is done being Batman after Justice League. He's done. Um, he's not going to do it anymore. Warner Brothers is panicking. They're trying to figure out um, what do we do next? How do we reboot it? Um, maybe Matt Reeves wants to do something different. He's going to go younger. He's going to start the whole you know, Batman Year One origin story all over again. All this kind of stuff. But saying that ben, ben wants out and Warner Brothers now has to figure it out. So I was like, oh no, man, you got to be shitting me. Because these rumors keep popping up about Ben Affleck and I'm just like, stop. Please just stop. I have gone on record multiple times. I think Ben Affleck is the best Batman we have ever had. Just look at the dude in that outfit. He is the best representation of Batman we have ever had on film. You know what? I know a lot of people want to say, oh, Christian Bale was the best. No, he wasn't. He he was barely a good Bruce Wayne. He was a horrible Batman, and he wasn't even Batman for very long in all of those Nolan movies because Nolan never wanted to focus on Batman. Um... You know, uh, Michael Keaton was an excellent Batman. He was always one of my favorites. The other guys, not so much. Ben nails Bruce Wayne and Batman better than anybody. He was awesome in the little bits he was in Suicide Squad, and I can't wait for Justice League. So I was like, please, I don't want to change anything. I want to keep this franchise moving along. And um, so we get all this stuff about Ben wanting out on Friday. Well, fast forward to Saturday... We're, we're at the DC panel, and of course, they're in Hall H, and those of you that don't know, Hall H is the massive arena, it holds like 6,000 people, it's where everybody goes to watch all the big movies and, and trailers and everything that they drop at Comic-Con. So, um, the Justice League cast comes out with Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, Ray Fisher, who plays Cyborg, Jason Momoa as Aquaman, and... Um, and the Flash. So, you know, they all come out. Uh, Ezra Miller, sorry. And they all come out, and um, they're having a great time, and they're promoting the movie. And Chris Hardwick, who's the, doing the, um, you know, he's the one at the mic, he comes up and he says, Okay, Ben, I just let's just jump to it. Let's just not even beat around the bush. What the hell is the deal with you and Batman? And he comes straight out. Now, you know, this could all turn out to be a publicity stunt. This could all turn out to just be bullshit to us, to throw us off the fact. But Ben stated, I love playing Batman. This is such an iconic character that I've always loved. I pinch myself every day being like, wow, I'm Batman, you know, and he just said how much he loves being it, and that he's not going anywhere, we actually posted videos on our Twitter and Facebook page of this going on at Call H, you can hear Ben saying this stuff, I'm not making it up, he says I'm not going anywhere, he, and they, you know, talking about Matt Reeves, who just directed the last two Planet of the Apes movies, and um, he says, I love Matt Reeves. If he wanted me to be a fucking ape on the ground, I would do it for that guy. So I can't wait to do the Batman. So for everybody that's freaking out, saying, oh, he's pissed because he's not directing anymore and it's not his script, he's saying he loves that he is so excited to work with Matt Reeves and see what he comes up with for the Batman film, which is officially titled The Batman. Um... I, I want to believe Ben at this point. He says he talked to Kevin Sujahara. He talked to Jeff Johns. He talked to all the head people, and they said to him, you're our Batman. And he said, I believe you, and I'm here for you. I will be Batman until you don't want me to be anymore. 
And um, he says, as long as you'll have me, I'll be Batman. So it seems like a pretty damn good confirmation to me that he's going to continue being Batman at this point. I hope so. There's a lot of great things planned for the DCEU down the road, and I don't want to start over again with another Batman. I just don't. I like this current version. You know, the MCU has had very little changes. You know, this would be like Iron Man changing. You don't want to change that in the middle of your cinematic universe, and I don't want it to change for DC right now. So... Let's take it for what it is. I'm taking Ben for his word. Like like I said, this could be a swerve. This could literally be just a way to throw us off until after Justice League, and then he can officially come out and say, I, I'm moving on. I don't want to be Batman anymore. But it would make him look a little silly, being that he just went through this whole big spiel at Comic-Con. And then, you know, so... You know, for him to go through all that and then be like, psych, I'm leaving after Justice League. Because they definitely don't want to make any announcement before Justice League comes out. Because he is Batman in Justice League. So, it's just one of those things, man. It's one of those things. But I'm hoping, I'm taking Batman. I'm taking Ben. I'm taking the real Batman at his word. Ben Affleck here. And uh, we'll see what ends up happening with it. But Ben, we love you. Love you in this role. There's an Am I on the Air episode from years ago when they first casted him. And that episode's called Your Argument is Invalid. <laughs> and because, and I talked about what a great casting choice Ben Affleck was when everybody else was shitting on it. I have been here on Am I on the Air as a massive supporter and will continue to be. He's awesome. I he, And he's a great Batman. Look at that Justice League trailer. Look at those pictures that have come out. That is Batman right there and I don't want anybody else right now as far as I'm concerned. Alright, let's keep moving along. We have the brand new Walking Dead Season 8 Comic-Con trailer that you can check out. Um, Todd McFarlane, who of course created Spawn, right? This dude has been telling us for like the last decade, I got a new Spawn movie coming, I got a new Spawn movie coming, and it just never happens. Well... We finally got some confirmation here that sounds legit. Todd McFarlane is going to be teaming with Blumhouse Pictures for a Spawn reboot. Yes, it's going to happen at Blumhouse, which is that horror company that does all the big horror movies. They did Split, they did Get Out, they do all the really good ones. And um, they're going to be working together to do the long-anticipated Spawn reboot. I'm super excited about this. I can't wait to see what they come up with together. We have your first look at Starfire from Injustice 2. Charlize Theron is going to guest star on Seth MacFarlane's new space set series, The Orville, which is pretty awesome there. Um, Bob's Burgers is going to do a one-hour Christmas special. Uh, we have an article up. We're talking about how The Gifted connects to the X-Men films. You can check that out to see a little bit more detail. Uh, Ivan Drago is confirmed for Creed 2. Yes, this has been rumored for a while now. Sylvester Stallone looks to be writing the script himself for Creed 2. And um, he's got Ivan Drago in it. Lots of rumors going around right now that A, either you know Creed, Apollo Creed's son from the original um from the last Creed movie is going to face off against Ivan Drago's son and it's going to be very personal because his dad killed his dad 
Um, but then there's other reports saying it's not going to be the son. Maybe he even fights Avandrago directly himself to get revenge for killing his dad. Or maybe just Drago just happens to be the manager for another Russian fighter that they end up fighting together and their paths will cross once again. Um, Drago might even be a better guy this time around. Maybe he's seen the error of his ways. Um, but you know what? It's going to cause a lot of drama because remember, Ivan Drago killed Creed's dad. So, I think this is super interesting. I can't wait to see where it goes from here. I'm starting to get the feeling that um, Stallone's going to end up directing this thing himself, too, since he's writing the script right now, um, since we know that um, Ryan Coogler is tied up doing other movies right now. So, he might not have time to do Creed 2. Um, so maybe Stallone's stepping in for that. So we'll see. But right now it looks like Drago is confirmed for Creed 2. Doing what? We'll have to wait and see. Season 3 of Daredevil is confirmed. Jessica Zones 2. Season 2 is now filming. Luke Cage Season 2 is confirmed. And they have confirmed a Season 2 for Iron Fist. So... There you go. They're all coming back. The Defenders are all getting more seasons. I can't wait for season three of Daredevil. Looking forward to season two of Jessica Jones. Um, And glad that Luke Cage and Iron Fist are getting second seasons, man. Iron Fist um, really deserves it just due to the fact that, you know, everybody kind of shit on that first season. Kind of unfortunately, because there was a lot of good stuff about it. They are changing showrunners, so for those of you that didn't like Iron Fist Season 1, you might like Season 2 a lot better, because they are going in a different direction, and a different showrunner will be leading the way. So, good to see the Defenders all coming back. Archer is going to be headed to Danger Island for Season 9. We have the Viking Season 5 Comic-Con trailer. We have a breakdown of the first footage for The Punisher shown at Comic-Con. Like I said, they didn't release it, so you can see the footage. Um, John Hurd, Home Alone actor, uh, passed away at the age of 72 this past Friday. So, very sad. You always remember him as the dad from Home Alone. So, thoughts and prayers go out to John Hurd. We have the brand new badass San Diego Comic-Con poster for Justice League. This poster is so, so tight, man. I geeked out when I saw this thing. It's got Batman in the middle. He's got Cyborg and Aquaman behind him. He's got Wonder Woman and Flash in front of him. And the middle of the poster says, You can't save the world alone. And it has all of the heroes' um, symbols as font for the lettering. This thing's beautiful. I want to get a big version of this and just hang it on my wall. This is such a great poster, man. I'm so happy with this thing. Check out that new Comic-Con poster. We have it up on our Instagram. If you want a real quick way to go look at it, just head to Instagram, type in Am I on the Air, and you'll see that uh, poster there, along with the new Thor Ragnarok poster and the new Black Panther poster. So check those all out on our Instagram. Um, So we also have the brand new Comic-Con trailer for... Ready Player One is Steven Spielberg's new movie. Uh, This thing looks nuts. Uh, Very virtual reality world. All kinds of crazy shit going on based on the book. This thing's pretty damn incredible. Check out the Ready Player One trailer. Um, 
Let's see here. For the Warner Brothers panel, they also announced that they did confirm Shazam is next. They officially confirmed Wonder Woman 2, Suicide Squad 2, The Flash, and Green Lantern Corps, along with, obviously, the Batman, which we already talked about. Um, So, good to see the um, full breakdown from all the movies that are in development there. Um... And it has been confirmed that the Flash movie will adapt the famous Flashpoint storyline. So that's pretty interesting there. Um, you know, the Flash, the TV show, tried to do a little bit of Flashpoint uh, last season. It wasn't too hot, but they tried. <laughs> so I'm anxious to see what a movie version would do, especially because they have the rights to all the characters, and they could do something pretty damn unique. But it would end up almost being like a Justice League film because you would have to have everybody in it if you do a full Flashpoint film. So uh, we'll see, man. Are we going to get um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Batman in the Flashpoint movie? That would be pretty tight. So looking forward to seeing how Flashpoint comes together. Um... We, like I said, the brand new Justice League trailer came out at Comic-Con. This thing is a special sneak peek is what they call it because it's longer. I mean, it's like four minutes long. It's not even, it's more than a trailer. Um, it's incredible, man. You see so many good parts from Wonder Woman to Batman, the Flash, to Aquaman, to Cyborg. You see, um, you see Alfred in there. Uh, you see Commissioner Gordon. It's so much good stuff you got to check out this trailer. This thing is incredible. Um, supposedly Batgirl is going to start filming next year. And Joss Whedon, like I said, will be writing, producing, and directing the film. So that is awesome. Let's see here. We have 80 images from the Justice League sneak peek. You can check out all those screenshots. We have your first look at Season 2 trailer for Riverdale. Um, we have the Orville Comic-Con trailer starring Seth MacFarlane, which is like his Star Trek kind of comedy show. Uh, Tom Welling, speaking of Superman, who, by the way, Superman is still not in the new Justice League trailer, which kind of bums me out, but there is a little tease scene at the very end of the trailer that makes me feel like, is Alfred talking to Superman? What do you guys think? Uh, but speaking of a former Superman, that's uh, Smallville's Tom Welling. He's been added to the cast for Lucifer Season 3 as a possible love interest for Decker. Um, so that is pretty cool there. Um, I love Tom Welling. This dude is awesome. I haven't seen him lately in anything. I love Lucifer, so it's going to be good to see him join the cast there for that. Uh, we have your first official look at Star Trek Discovery. You can check out that trailer. We have the second um, trailer, or official first trailer, for Season 2 of Stranger Things coming out in October on Netflix. This is a badass trailer right here, man. I can't wait for Season 2 of Stranger Things. Uh, Supergirl has added Adrian Pazdar, Carl Lumbly, and more for Season 3. They've also announced that um, Callista Flockhart will be re- reoccurring in the upcoming season as well. We have your Gotham Season 4 teaser that you can check out. Um, we have your Legend of Tomorrow first look teaser, uh, plus Captain Cold and Damian Dark will be returning in the new season. We have your first look at Black Lightning, and we also announced that Dexter alum James Remar has been cast as Jefferson's mentor, Gamby. 
we got official confirmation that Walton Goggins is playing Sonny Birch in the Ant-Man and the Wasp sequel. We found out that Nick Fury is going to have two eyes in Captain Miss Marvel. How is that possible? Huh? How? What? Miss Marvel? Captain Marvel? How is he going to have two eyes? Well, I'll tell you how he's going to have two eyes. Because Miss Marvel is going to be set in the 90s before the first Iron Man. And the main villains of the film will be the Scrolls. So this is pretty big right here, man. Marvel never seems to be doing prequel stuff. They're always going forward in their cinematic universe. But they've decided to set Miss Marvel in the 90s. And that's why... Nick Fury himself is going to have his two eyes because he hasn't lost his eye yet in this film. Um, but be, you know, heading up that shield there. Um, looking forward to this, man, so much. Um, scrolls is a big one here because we always knew that the MCU couldn't use scrolls because they were a part of the Fox property. So the fact that they're here means maybe they've made a deal. We don't know what that deal is, but maybe it's to keep Doctor Doom if they take Fantastic Four. And I don't know, that's just me speculating. But we'll see what they end up doing here with it. But it's pretty cool, man. So it means Miss Marvel will probably take place a lot in space. And maybe that'll explain where the hell she's been all this time when all these other heroes are coming out to play. And uh, it'll be pretty cool because she'll be set up and it'll make sense how she comes popping in in that second Infinity War film if that's the way they have it set up. Or maybe she will pop up in the first one and then we'll be like, hey, it's Miss Marvel. There she is. Because uh, it will, I think, be an origin story. So we'll see. There's even concept art of, um, of Brie Larson in the Captain Marvel suit, which is pretty damn cool. So love it. Uh, they also confirmed at Comic-Con that Jeff Goldblum's character, the Grandmaster, is actually the brother of the Collector. They're the um, oldest race of beings in the universe, which I love. So it makes sense. They're two very collected characters. Glad to see that they're brothers. Um, we found out that they dropped the other trailer for Thor Ragnarok. Yes, Thor Ragnarok came out, and um, it's pretty awesome, man. This is the fir- it's the second trailer, but it's the first real big official one. This trailer blew me away, dude. I've watched it so many times. It's so funny. Thor kicks ass in it. Hulk is incredible in this thing. Hulk talks in this trailer. He's like, oh, hey, Thor. I'm the Incredible Hulk. Um, yeah, Hulk like fire. Uh, so it's very very interesting here um you gotta see this trailer if you haven't seen it like I said amiontheair.com click on the trailers tab check out the Thor Ragnarok trailer it's incredible uh and like I said we have that new badass poster too which is available on our webpage under the trailers tab look for that such a cool poster, such a cool trailer. Uh, Marvel also announced that Michelle Pfeiffer, Michelle Pfeiffer and Lawrence Fishburne have joined Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, this is pretty big, man. Lawrence Fishburne, who of course is Perry White in the DC Universe, now he's going to be an Ant-Man. Um, and Michelle Pfeiffer is actually going to be playing the wife of Hank Pym. She's going to be playing Janet Van Dyne in the sequel. She's the mom of Hope who got lost supposedly in the ether there and uh so good to see we're gonna probably get some flashbacks it's gonna be pretty cool man michelle pfeiffer is a great addition to anything um 
So look for that. Um, we have the brand new Black Panther poster. Like I said, that's on our Instagram. Black Panther did unleash a new clip plus a new trailer, which supposedly got a standing ovation at Comic-Con, but they did not release that trailer online, which makes sense because they just put out a trailer like a month ago. So they didn't want to compete with themselves. So, um, But I hear it is incredible. Then, of course, they showed the Avengers Infinity War trailer. Wow. But they didn't show us. I fortunately got my hands on a leaked version, and it is pretty damn wow. Um, You see the Guardians hook up with Thor. You see glimpses of all of our heroes. You see Captain America with a beard. Uh, Black Widow's got blonde hair. Spider-Man's in his new suit. Lots of crazy shit. It looks awesome. You get to see Thanos in action for the first time. This thing's incredible. I hope we get to see it pretty soon here after they tweak some stuff up. I'm so excited for Infinity War. So, I'm sad they didn't release the footage online, but it is pretty awesome if you maybe see a little leaked version somewhere on the interwebs. Um, We got the Arrow Season 6 trailer that you can see from Comic-Con. We got a hundred different Thor Ragnarok screenshots that you could check out of that movie. Um, Let's see. Westworld released a violent season 2 trailer. Can't wait for the season 2 of Westworld. That's going to be awesome. Um, sorry, just going through, man. There was so much stuff over the weekend with Comic-Con. I just don't want to double dip on any of the big news here. Um, congratulations to Wonder Woman, which is officially the highest grossing movie of the summer here in the United States, it has just crossed the $389 million domestic line, man. It is almost at 400 mil. Wonder Woman continues to kick ass, and it has passed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 to become the highest grossing movie of the summer. Congratulations to Wonder Woman. James Gunn explains the age difference for Groot in Guardians 2 versus Infinity War. Yes, people are interested in this. Uh, He is not Baby Groot in Infinity War because Baby Groot takes place literally four months after the original Guardians film, but Avengers Infinity War takes place years later in the actual real timeline. So Groot is an adolescent in the new movie. If you saw Guardians 2 and you stayed through the credits, there was... Adolescent Groot in one of the post credit scenes where Star-Lord's telling him to clean his room and he's like, I'm Groot! And he's got a bunch of attitude and everything. That's the version you're supposedly going to get in Infinity War. So that's pretty awesome. And we'll see how that comes to play in the new movie. We have the full high-def poster for Infinity War as well, which is just incredible. It's got Thanos in the middle with his Black Order, and then all the stars in the left and right of him. You see Adolescent Groot, you see Rocket, Thor, Loki, Drax, Star-Lord, Vision, um, Scarlet Witch, you see um, Black Widow, you see damn Captain America with his beard. He looks incredible. He's got the black suit on. He's gone full nomad. You see Falcon. You see Gamora. uh, Iron Man. um, You see Mantis. You see Doctor Strange. Spider-Man swinging in his new suit. Black Panther. War Machine. Bucky. uh, You know, the Winter Soldier there. You see Hawkeye. The Hulk. And Nebula. 
This poster has so many damn people on it. It's incredible. Uh, Chris Evans looks badass, man. He's got darker hair. It's longer. He's got a full beard. Like I said, the blacked-out Captain America suit, he looks pretty damn sweet in that poster, man. Somebody did a mock version of him as Solid Snake from the Metal Gear franchise, and now that's all I want is Chris Evans in the Metal Gear movie because that's what he looks like with this version they did up. But this Infinity War is pretty damn awesome. Uh, let's see here, we're just about done going through here, some breaking news at the end of the night here, was uh, Sarah Paulson has just joined the cast of M. Night Shyamalan's Glass, which is the Unbreakable slash Split sequel, so she's always awesome in everything they do, so great addition there. Um, we put up a all Comic-Con 2017 movie trailer, so it's one YouTube clip that shows all the Comic-Con trailers on it, which hopefully you'll like there. Um, CCH Pounder from NCIS New Orleans, the Sons of Anarchy will be reprising her role um, as a spiritual leader in the upcoming Avatar movies. She'll be in all four of those upcoming ones. Congratulations to Universal Pictures, which crossed the $4 billion mark at the global box office this past summer. Patton Oswalt is playing an imaginary Pegasus in sci-fi's new show, Happy. Bond 25 is officially set for 2019. Yes, James Bond will return in November of 2019, uh, but no words yet of if it's going to be Daniel Craig or uh, any returning cast at all. All we know is he's coming back November 2019 for a new Bond movie. Uh, Justice League continues to reshoot, and they're saying it's a pain in the ass for Henry Cavill because he's still filming Mission Impossible 6, and supposedly he's got a big-ass mustache for Mission Impossible 6 that he's not allowed to shave. So when he goes over, he keeps flying back and forth doing Superman, Mission Impossible, Superman, Mission Impossible. And when he does Superman, he's got this mustache. Oh, I want to see a mustache picture of him in the Superman suit. But they're saying they're going to have to CGI out his mustache in these reshoot pictures. Uh, just to, uh, because he's not allowed to shave it for Mission Impossible. It's crazy. We have your first trailer for My Friend Dahmer, uh, starring Anne Heche, uh, serial killer, the true life story there. Uh, ABC has announced their fall premiere dates for the 2017-2018 season. Uh, John Berthal, uh, Bruce Dern, Yellow Wolf, uh, and more. Dakota Johnson, um, Thomas Hayden Church have all joined the cast of the upcoming movie The Peanut Butter Falcon. And that, my friends, is the wrap-up to all the news. So thanks for bearing with me there. Let's talk box office and release dates, and we'll wrap this baby up. Uh, Out on DVD and Blu-ray this Tuesday is Ghost in the Shell, The Boss Baby, Gifted, and Unforgettable. In theaters on Friday is going to be Atomic Blonde and the Emoji Movie. I will be seeing Atomic Blonde. I cannot wait. Uh, maybe even see the Emoji movie if my daughter decides she wants to see it. But definitely see Natana Blonde. And here's your box office. Coming in at number 10, it's Wish Upon with $2.4 million. Number 9 is Wonder Woman with another 4.6 mil. Number 8 is The Big Six with 5 million. Number 7 is Baby Driver with 6 mil. Number 6 is Despicable Me 3 with 13 mil. Number 5 is Valerian in the City of a Thousand Boars. Oh, I mean Planets uh, with 17 million. Once again, let me put this into perspective. It's number five in its debut weekend, making 17 mil. This movie cost $175 million to make. This is a massive bomb. Some reports even list the movie at up to $210 million to make. 
and it only made 17 mil. I told you all this months ago. This was going to be one of the biggest bombs of the year, and it is. <laughs> so you never know what the foreign box office is going to do. Maybe it'll just make hundreds and hundreds of million dollars overseas. But based on the United States here, this is a horrible debut and number five with only 17 mil. Coming in at number four, it's War for the Planet of the Apes with 20 million. Number three is Spider-Man Homecoming with 22 million. This was a nice flip-flop because War bumped Spider-Man last weekend, but then this week Spider-Man held on better than War did. So Spider-Man number three with 22 mil. Number two is a debut, and this was a big shocker and a big pleasant surprise for a lot of people. Girls Trip. This is the new female comedy with Jada Pickett Smith and Queen Latifah. Um, this movie came out on a very low, I think, $20 million budget, if that, and it just made $31 million in its first week just in the U.S. So Girls Trip is doing great. Congratulations there for Universal Pictures with a big win there. 31 mil for Girls Trip at number two. And your new number one film, no shocker here, it's Dunkirk. Dunkirk debuts at number one with $50 million, 50.5. It's made a little over 100 mil worldwide, um, but some estimates are saying it might not make its money back, and this might actually be a financial bomb for Christopher Nolan and Warner Brothers. So we'll have to wait and see how the repeat business is on this thing. Um, But Dunkirk, yeah, coming out at 50, um, not as high as they had hoped it to be, um, so we'll see. It it cost over a hundred million dollars to make. It's going to need to make a couple hundred mil just to break even. So we will see how that goes. But that's your top ten, and that, my friends, will do it for us here on this brand new episode of Am I on the Air? We just went a little bit over an hour, which isn't bad. Figuring we had all the Comic Con news to talk about. Um, so thank you so much for tuning in and listening here on this. Well, I'd say Sunday, but it is now Monday, July the 24th, as I'm recording super late at night. Um, Thank you for your patience as we got this baby up and a new episode up and running for you guys. Like I said, follow us on Stardust. Follow me. Follow Don Mega on Stardust. Follow me first and watch the 30-second movie reviews. Um, And, of course... um, you know, follow us on Instagram and check out all the pictures and everything that we do. Um, check out our YouTube page, please. YouTube.com slash am I on the air. Subscribe while you're there. Leave a comment. Check out the videos we're putting up there. Like I said, we just put up the spoiler review for War for the Planet of the Apes. I'm pretty proud of that one there. We just got that up a couple of days ago. And check out everything else while you're there. Of course, our official webpage is amiontheair.com. You can follow us on Twitter at amiontheair. You can follow me on Twitter at dxdonmega. We are available on iTunes, so download, rate, and subscribe there if that's your thing. If not, you can find us on Google Play Music. We're available on Stitcher, on Spreaker, on TuneIn, and, of course, on our affiliates at reddragonsradio.com. Another big shout-out. I know you all probably forgot, but I have another podcast I do every once in a while called Red Dragons Assemble. And it's been a while. We actually have not even done an episode this entire year. But me and Geeky Pat got together and we were able to bang out a brand new episode. And it came out very, very nice. And it's available for all you guys to check out. The new episode is called I Wish. And it's available on RedDragonsRadio.com. Check out the newest Red Dragons Assemble with myself and Geeky Pat just talking about some entertainment news. It's a different format than this show. We kind of just speculate and talk about certain subjects. Uh, If you love this show, you'll definitely be worth a listen for you guys over there 
Um, we hope to get back on track and do one episode a month as we always originally planned to do. So July's episode is up. We'll be back in August. So definitely support that. Red Dragons Radio. Dot com, click on the Red Dragons Assemble tab and listen to our newest episode, I Wish, there. So uh, that's pretty much, I think, all the shout-outs that I got for you tonight. Thank you so much once again. I hope you guys all have a great week. We'll be back next weekend with another brand-new episode talking Atomic Blonde and everything else that pops up in the world of movie news. So until next time, y'all, peace! Bye, everybody! Red Dragon. Red Dragon.